This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because those are plenty. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? Guardian Leviosa. From now on, you do as I do. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Hearing, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, my name is Monica, and with me today is my lovely, amazing, glorious, with a beautiful hat and a shawl that's not here anymore, guest host, Frasley. Hey! Frasley! It was getting hot, so I take the, the show off. That's not my oh, problem. But I, I felt we needed to add that so people knew that even on the podcast that you were wearing a beautiful shawl. Oh, thank you. Because I, yeah. and, and I love it. I'm buying more shawls. I got one that's coming in. A nice dragon shawl. But it's good to be here, my friend. A dragon shawl? Yeah. A, 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 nice. a gorgeous purple one that I'm hoping to wear to, to BlizzCon in 2026, whenever that next one happens. <laughs> whenever the US ever opens up to something that's not Corona anymore. Yeah. Damn, I saw a video today of Mr. President and I was like, You're, we're all screwed. We're we are. We are. Screwed. I, I have to say, I've been enjoying uh, last week tonight with, with, with John Oliver. I've been watching that and I love that they put some, some of their main stories on YouTube because like, I, I will sit down on a, yeah. like a Monday night and watch it. And there is actually one that uh, just came out last night on U.S. history. And wow, we fucked up our U.S. history so much. There's stuff that I did not even know. There's stuff that we don't yeah. teach kids. There, like, like We only teach things. It, it goes into what we've been learning in the Geek Caring Book Club about white fragility. Mm. Every country who's writing their own history books is putting itself in a way better view than they actually are like in a way better position than they actually are yeah. and you don't like some other countries talking about the things that happened in their country done by some other country in a totally different way and from a totally totally different perspective and then suddenly you have shit happening and you think like you're the greatest but in actual in actual in real for real you're not and you did a lot of horrible horrible things and that's not taking over and conquering the world or a continent because you're so amazing. That's because you want to have money and to want to exploit other countries and not because you're the greatest, but because you're an asshole. Um, and yeah, so many different issues, so many issues with, with stuff like that in general, because it's always written by someone. Red history is always yeah. written by someone. It's either written by a country, by, by a specific country person or by when it comes to feminism, often mainly for men, right? Absolutely. So Absolutely. they include women in the history as well and other genders and all that. So there's that. But before we get into all the juicy stuff today, let me just explain to the people on the podcast that, that you're guesting for us today because Amanda, unfortunately, um, couldn't be here with us today. But you, uh, the awesome person that you are, you said you're going to guest host with me. And that's what we're doing now. I'm excited to be here. This is one of my favorite podcasts. Like, like it has been there for me in so many different ways. It's yeah. it, it's helped influence my, my personality and it helped influence self-discovery. So I really love Geek Caring. I think it's, you're not afraid to, to discuss topics that, that are tough to talk about. That is true. Sometimes it's really tough to talk about shit, but we're, we're doing it. We're, we're getting there and you're brave 
and you're conquering it with me. Yes. We're going to do that in the end as well. But tell our listeners who you are and what you do before we go into the geek girl in the news one. So, so I'm Frasley and I, I love podcasting and love streaming. I do one mainly about World of Warcraft, but I do a couple different different ones. And I've just been in the game community for as Frasley since about like 2016 and all that. And I just I, I love being out there creating positivity, inclusivity, being being part of communities. And if if I can brighten your day in any way, then I've done my job. Aw, you're brightening everyone's day. Aw, thank you. Yeah. I'm blushing. Oh, you're blushing. Yeah. Oh, I don't need to blush. <laughs> I got to match my hat. So. That, <laughs> that is very true. It is very pink, pink, like light pink hat. If you blush like that, probably not a lot of people will see it. <laughs> oh, true. I, I, I've got a red hat, too. I've got a red hat, a purple hat, a darker pink hat. I've got a purple hat. And I'm trying to think. I, I, I have a, a black hat, but it's harder to see against my background. So I, I, I save that for when I'm out and about. Oh, I love that. This week. We have we are very game heavy or not really. We're yes, we are game heavy, but we don't start out with any game news because we're talking about the stuff that happened in July because we're already in August. Wow. This don't know year how that happened. On by. For me it's still March, right? So my boyfriend has birthday in two weeks, so for me it's still March and I'm like, fuck. But yeah. So this week we're starting out with an article that was sent in by you. Oh, yes. Yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm excited when we get articles from you and you always have the greatest articles. This article is talking about the fact that girls outnumber boys in national STEM competition for the second time in the competition's history. Um, it is a U.S. article, isn't it? Right. So it's from MS Mag- Miss Magazine. Yes. It, and it, it's one. Um, it's by uh, Roxy, Roxy Zoll and, uh, and, and Oliver C. Um, Hog, I believe, and yeah, it was it, 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 from the end of July, and so it's perfect for July geek girl in the news. Exactly, and uh, this is uh, this is a group called Re. Um, I can't even say the name of the of the group. I'm sorry. It, it, it's the R. I can try with my horrible not English. Regeneron is that even a word? Okay, yeah. I don't, but I don't know if that what that exactly is. To be honest, is that a company or is apparently it's a company? Regeneron STS. I, I have no idea monitor. what Regeneron is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the re, <laughs> the re, Regeneron Science Talents uh, Talent Search. So apparently, I'm um, looking for like future scientists and stuff. And they had 40, 40 finalists, and 24 of them were were young women. And I was like, that, whoop, that's amazing. Whoop whoop. We're um, that's epic because in a lot of previous episodes, we already talked, or in general, there is this underrepresentation of females in stem fields right and yeah. so being in the second for the second time i don't know if in a row or anything but at least the second time in its history imagine that how long is this history there are more women than men and they will compete the 40 finalists that are in the competition will compete for more than 1.8 million in awards Nice. Maybe that's a company. I think it's a company. And it's going on, or it already happened from July the 21st to 29th. And it's going to be, or it was a, oh, a virtual event. And the competition is 78 years old. So wow. in 78 years, we only had two times where there were more females than male participants, which, fuck yeah. Absolutely. It's a big. Because like right right now we are reading the book the the gender Delu- delusion in book club and mm-hmm. it, it, it 
reading this article now with like I'm on chapter four right now, and I'm wondering if we've primed if we're changing the narrative because like for, for a long time we the narrative has been that science is male and all that. Mm. But maybe now by encouraging encouraging young women as they grow up to get into science, maybe mm. now they're they're being focused on science more and they're and, and they're getting into this because I because this book really does talk about how how like we've been teaching kids the wrong way for so many years. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And I think there are a lot of there are a lot of initiatives that focus on the fact that to bring more girls into this field as well. Like even I, I remember when I was working, how many years ago? Long, many, many years ago. When I started to work around 2005, I'm so old already. Um, I knew, I know that I didn't have that when I was in school yet. So I didn't have anything where I could look into jobs that interest me. Um, that were more technical or anything. I never had that, but I know that a cousin of mine who was way younger than me, she had that already. So I know that there are a lot of initiatives trying to bring um, girls closer to what sh what is deemed to be a more male job now, right? Yeah. Not only uh, STEM fields and science and stuff like that, maths and science and that, but also other jobs that that are that are usually more um, male dominated but that also females obviously also can do um and that's just i think a, a process that started a while ago and that people and women get more and more into as well that that they are way more capable than society thinks they are and that it's not something that has nothing to do with your gender no. um whether or not you can be good at maths or not <laughs> so yeah I mean, I, I'm a I'm a assigned male at birth, and I suck at math. So I mean, yeah. see, <laughs> and I am a female, and I was really good at math. So <laughs> fuck you all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And there are a few participants in the article that we're going to put in the show notes as well, and they just um, just examples of what they're doing. Um, they're just amazing. Some stuff I don't get, so I'm not sure. <laughs> um. Her findings, like one of those is, for example, Maria Fields. And Maria's findings suggest a possible genetic basis, basis for the disparity in outcomes for African-American patients um, who are two to three times more likely than European Americans to be diagnosed with a deadly form of cancer. So she's researching on that, for example. And she and and I like her quote in her article it says that it is a major misconception that the lack of women of STEM is a result of girls not being interested in STEM. The truth is girls are rarely given the chance to be interested in STEM. Yeah, they're rarely given the chance and also by the way that they're treated often when they're in a STEM setting, it's also not very inviting for females to come into the STEM field. So that's just really epic there. Yeah. Um, one, another one, for example, is Kira McCreary. I have no idea if I pronounce the names right or anything, but there we go. And her project is, for example, that she studied the possible links between the slowdown in tropical cyclone translation speed and intensifying storm precipitation i can't even read that out properly it sounds like something yuffie would be interested in because all i hear is nature but i think that's probably wind and wind is not something that yuffie studies but at least she concluded that the continued climate change Cold influence cause these storms to slow and stall more often, increasing local precipitation and large-scale flooding. So, all good things. Too high for me right now. Um, 
yeah like <laughs> really epic and 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 i also love what 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 uh, she says she says uh surround women and girls with inspiring stem role models by showcasing yeah. examples of successful women thriving in stem fields will encourage will encourage girls to become engaged with stem disciplines and realize their potential for success and the, yeah that's one thing that the books talk about too is like who, who who's the role model because if, if if you're primed in your head that you can do it and there are people that that represent who you are that are doing mm-hmm. it you'll be more up to it but if you think oh, okay i'm gonna be tough it the the gender delusion even says that it takes more brain power to overcome the obstacles if you think you can't do it. Yeah, for sure. And that's why representation matters so much. That why that's why representation of every gender, every sexuality, every race, everything matters so much in everywhere, not only in me in in pop culture or in media or in games. There as well, obviously too, but everywhere. Because we need to see people in certain roles to be able to identify with them. And yeah. for me personally, it was really something that I noticed was so important and that I was missing so much was when I saw Captain Marvel, right? Because yeah. you never had a superhero, a female superhero in a leading role before. And the way also that they made this movie and everything, of course, was super dramatic and they, they put uh, the right emphasis on the right points and all. But but you I just sit there in the, in the movie and the feeling that you have in that moment that you see something that is you, it's just something that if you haven't seen it before and suddenly you see it is just incredible and the same thing happened for black panther and the same thing happens for every every representation in every game as well like we had with last of us where we had the trans person in the game and where we had a gay relationship that was just normalized and that's why representation matters because we need to see people in the roles that we want to be in to be aware of the fact that this is something we can do as well yeah and I think this is a, a, a thing for anybody who's who's getting into any type of visible role, content creator, Insta- Instagram, anything of that. Realize that that you can use your platform for good. I I've been coming out w- with with my story because I want to inspire somebody. I want somebody to be like, yeah, to, to know like what they make, what the game out has has uh, has Ace. I saw that that one of the quest owners for a while was Ace, and it was like cool, cool. I mean, it was somebody that I could relate to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And a lot of movies now I, I saw that or I just skimmed through an article today that ha- Hannibal from the series, he's also Ace, I'm not sure. Okay, I just don't want to start eating brains. So, okay, I will agree with you there. Please don't <laughs> eat, eat brains. <laughs> that doesn't mean that it, it's not great to see people. Well, oh. <laughs> that doesn't doesn't mean that it's not great to see well i can't get out of that one anymore can i (laughs) yes press please don't eat brain i still can't get past that that one scene in in one one of the one of the latest movies where he's eating the brain like i had to turn the movie up like i can't eat that or i can't watch that oh you mean is it series or movie in, in the movie, in one of, one of the one of the movies where they had them come back again, he was he was at a dinner I table. I recall that. I recall that. No, but That's, isn't there a series as well now? I think there is. Yeah. I think I was talking about the series. I don't think that the Hannibal Lecter in the movies was asexual. I don't okay. think so. Yeah. At least I got really weird tension from that guy. <laughs> yeah, you, you're absolutely right. Finding representation of somebody that 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 you can relate to makes you feel valid, and and it. it it's important. Yeah. Especially because there are so many people and so many things in the world to try and make you feel not valid. And I think it's just important to, for so many of us to be aware of the fact that you are valid in whatever form, shape or form or size or color 
or whatever. Like wh whatever you your experience is always valid, and whatever yeah. you feel you are and you feel you need to be, or you feel you've always been, or what you've missed, that is what people need to go by. Not what the neighbor says, not what the family says, not what what a stranger on the street says. Says they are the last person to be able to tell who you who you are but you need to know that you the way you are is valid and that's um just everybody can go fuck themselves otherwise <laughs> absolutely so a lot of school stem stuff we're gonna rule the field soon hopefully i mean we can share as well it's not like we take away stuff from anyone it's just no. about sharing and being visible and being there and as and like what what they're bringing up is to bring up alternative ideas and, and new perspectives mm. and that's what we yeah. need we need new perspectives. I love that science is all about trying out new new perspectives, but we mm. have to make sure that we aren't in an echo chamber. Yeah, that is true. That is very true. And you know, you never know what idea you're missing, right? Exactly. Somebody can have the best idea, but because of other hurdles they, or other hoops they had to hop through, um, we're missing out on that. And that would just be really horrible. Yeah. Maybe somebody's solving climate change for us and we don't know. Uh, and, and they don't have the visibility to, to be... To have it have it be known. Yeah, that is true. So something that Amanda would be really, really sad about that she cannot talk about this right now. But anyways, probably would have been an, an entire swoon for a little, for five minutes anyway. Is that we're going to get a spin-off series from The Witcher? That's something that Netflix probably announced. Nice. And it's like two thousand. Well, no, not 2000. 1,200 years before Geralt of Rivia, the world of monsters, men, and elves merged into one. And the first Witcher came to be. And they're announcing Bl The Witcher Blood Origin, a six-part live action, which is a Witcher spin-off from Delkan, Debara, and Lauren Schmidt-Hisrich. I have no idea. Amanda would be very swoony, but also really sad that she can't see The Witcher's ass. Let's take a, a moment to appreciate The Witcher's ass. <laughs> No, yeah. let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch The Witcher. I, I admit, I, I'm playing through The Witcher 3. And I have to say, though, in Witcher 3, uh, Geralt? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Henry Cavill is a hot piece of ass. And, I mean, to be honest, if I have to be really honest about everything, the thing that killed me personally was not so much Geralt Rivia, right? Like, he had long hair. He was wearing a lot. I was liking that. There was digging that Superman was throwing the F-bombs out there. But have you watched ever watched Henry Cavill build a comp gaming PC? That I did. <laughs> wow. That was a hot piece of something. <laughs> I have to say, like, I, I've... Uh... I, I I'm impressed. Like one, because I I I have pre-built machines. Because I the 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 scariest part for me was was putting in my capture card into one of my PCs. Like you know, snapping it in at that one point. You're like, I don't want to break it. I don't want to break it. I, <laughs> I thought you would have built your own PC already. Uh, no, uh, at some point I might, but I I just I I, I did uh, the the pre the pre-built twice. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, H H Henry. Um, is it is it Cavill or Cavill? I don't know. Yeah, he did a he 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 did a build of of the of, of gaming rig and wow, I never thought I never thought that that you could turn gaming rig building into something sexual, but he did. Oh, he did. He knew exactly what he was doing. The music that he chose to go with that clip was just that was just 
something else. <laughs> now I'm picturing porn where where, where, where like they're going to have like I mean, gaming rings. That was almost like that. For a lot of people, and I would say me included, it was something like that. <laughs> because there's nothing better when you see geeky people like when you see someone who was incorporating the epiphany of geekdom which was superman and also combined now with the witcher 3 which is also like the epiphany of geekdom right yeah and then you're gonna put this together and mash it up put it in the mixer and then have them build a gaming pc it's like out of this world nerdgasmic okay. yes oh, absolutely <laughs> now i'm just picturing it because you're like um, the 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 traditional storyline of coming over to fix the 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 dryer will be. Can you come over to 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 to, to build my my computer rig? <laughs> <laughs> I would not say no to that. <laughs> I would not say no to that. He can build me a computer anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go back real quick to what we said before because I saw a nice comment of Fendangli in chat, and he said it's so hard to be comfortable with what you are when everyone says just be yourself, but every portrayal of people with your traits are shown as a joke or an anatomy. That is very true. Yeah. That's why we need more proper representation of everyone, like of everything. Black yeah. people, disabled people, disabled people, um, fat people, women, other genders, all the genders. Um, and it needs we need to be better than this. Like we as a society need to become better at this. And the right people need to start to apply for the right jobs to get in the right positions that shit like that stops happening yeah and like we have a story later on about how like about how a, a company tried to stop that mm. so from the witcher and his hot pc <laughs> this is a nice leeway right tom right segue <laughs> to uh the fact that three quarters of all u.s household include someone who plays video games which is incredible because like i've grown up being told like oh you you can't play video games i had i had a culture professor yell at me for saying how many times I want to play video games. I'm like, uh, and they, they unfortunately passed by now, but if, if they could see all the, all the game, games I play and see my steam, uh, library and my, my, and my wow slash play, they would be like, Bradley, <laughs> I can't believe you're playing all those games. Yeah. But fortunately they have nothing to say about this because it's all your own responsibility. Yeah. But yeah, the three quarters of all, of all the households play games. I mean, that's becoming it. There was a shift I, I've, I've seen where games used to be the the outside. It used to be like I don't want to I don't want to say the word punk if I'm saying it the right way, but you know, is that is that you were you were the geek, you know that, and you had like the I mean, people would make fun of the asthma and all that. I mean, the, 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 you had all the stereotypes of being a nerd playing games, but now it's mainstream to be to be a gamer. Yeah, when I grew up, it wasn't mainstream yet either. And me it's either. Just, um, I was laughed I think, at for playing games. Yeah. I was not very open about the fact that I did it. I know I had the I had the NES and everything, and people came over to play, and they were jealous because I had the NES and it didn't. But it's never. It's just seen. It was just always seen as something temporary and not something that is an actual hobby that you do. And it's always like you do this all the time, but you could go out and be nature and do all the naturey things, and and it's just always deemed to be so inferior. Yeah. To everything else, every other hobby. So not everybody is owning up to the fact that it's a, well, and people will c go ahead and ask you, what do you do when you grow up, right? And I'm like, well, I'm 35 and I'm still playing games. It's not, I don't see that stopping anytime soon. So, so joke's on you right there. But what I also found super interesting in the article is that 41 of these people 
are women and nice. 21 are under the age of 18. Um, and in the article, it goes a bit more in depth about how it is. The numbers are from the US, US, by the way, so just so that you're aware. But also, we have basically, it always fluctuates a bit between, so it's always around 40, apparently right now it's a bit lower, but we, it's not that we are not present, like females are present. Oh, this, what study is this from? It's an article from the gamesindustry.biz. Um, they talk about 214 million people in the US in the 20 play, 20 play video games. At least one hour per week and three quarters of all US households include at least one person who plays video games. And it is by ESA's 2020 Essential Facts about the video game industry report. And it, it includes, I, I'm quoting gameindustry.biz, includes data from a July 2020 survey of 4,000 Americans conduct, conducted by Ipsos. That is very specific. I I, just, I, I I was trying to add. No, that the, is uh, a great reference. That is perfect. I just didn't find it quite quickly, so that's what that's what I saw. I so remember great you, that you do that. You were discussing with Amanda how how, how you do get caring. I'm like, <laughs> so I I figured that's I, how we I, do it. <laughs> I, I would fill in for Amanda's place today. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. We put the link in the show notes as well, so um you can find that there too. Um so yeah, uh the agenda breakdown. They say the survey. Survey reports that forty-one of the of all people are gamers in the U.S., which apparently went down from forty-four percent last year and forty-five percent in two thousand and eighteen. Why but, do you think that is? Well, personally, I think that it often, I guess, depends because if you do the science and you do scientific research, all you do is do maths, right? So yeah, and if you have a, I mean, there are a lot of people, and you can you can calculated up and down right but there is a, a margin where it can go up and down a bit right so and it's often about two percent or so so you can have like 40 41 42 43 and then you already have a range of where 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 we're at and i think that might just be a i wouldn't i don't think that females actually don't play video games more uh, or less i don't think they play less they ask households, so then the question is, how do they ask the household, right? Yeah. How, what does the questionnaire look like? Who filled the questionnaire out? And would also need to see the questionnaire to be able to say how, why. I don't think that it's because we play less games. That's not what, what, yeah. I, what I assume. Because the only thing I, I, I could think of, without research, this is just anecdotal, is would like people like be less willing to admit that they play games because of like that, that, that even like that stigma. Oh, oh, you're a female. You can't, you can't play games. I mean, or like the, the harassment. I, I, I don't know if it, it, cause I can see harassment and, and, and all that moving people away. I just, I just saw a, a female streamer who, who shared that this person came, came into their whisper saying, Hey, show me your boobs. I mean, I, I just mm. don't know if, if that stuff's making people want to leave. I mean, for a streamer, of course, I think that's very difficult as well. Like if you are confronted with a lot of harassment in your stream in general, that would probably make me stop doing it. I don't yeah. know, but I'm also like, fuck off, asshole. But what I assume, I, I definitely do think that it influences how women game. Like um, I know we had you in chat before and, and other people who... And a lot of women who don't go into voice chat in games because of the harassment that they experience in games and they don't feel comfortable going into voice chat. So it does influence the way they do game because the culture is so toxic. I don't necessarily think because of what happened in June, like because I assume that the study is a longer term study and not just because apparently they also compare it to previous studies. So I don't 
since they look through it for a longer period of time, I do think that the harassment level is constantly the same, right? It's just that we notice it more and more now. Like it's more public now, it's more open now, and people hear about it more because it's not okay anymore that it's going on. So I think it has been happening it to the same extent for years and years and years, even like Gamergate is what, 10, 15 years ago. So wow. that's just yeah, things right. that they have been going on for a very long time, but it's just be- people by people coming out with their stories and people being open about what they experience. I think we, are, we hear about it more. That doesn't mean that they are, they happen more, but I think it's just a way of us going through the shit in life and Coming out on the other end of, I think we're into transi- transition where where we're getting rid of all that doesn't suit us anymore, and that's dirty and that's ugly, and we will hopefully come out on the other end, the better better version of of society because we say harassment is not okay, racism is not okay, all these things are not okay, and it's a fight right now and it's gross right now, but I think the, on the other side, we're gonna be better for it, hopefully. Absolutely. Make people know that that toxic behavior is not allowed. It's not, mm. it's not accepted. And, and, and it's not cool to be edgy and, and all that. It's, yeah, it's frankly no. disgusting and gross. Yes. It's disgusting and gross. I love it. Yes. <laughs> I love how you put that on the spot there, like on, on the dot. That's how it is. It's ugly and gross and we don't want that shit anymore. And you're a, Frankly, people are pretty pathetic if that's what you do in life is you need to tear other people down because that's all you have. It says more about you than it does about the person you're harassing. So um, be my guest, be an asshole, but not around the people I love and not not around not where I am. Because like not not to like not to to uh, to like keep keep the the topic going. But like I definitely noticed that female streamers tend to get the worst from what I understand because like I've. I, I keep hearing so many stories and it just, it just makes me, makes me sad and angry. I'm like, stop it. Don't be a dickhead. I'm just like, stop it. Yeah. I don't know. It's been, I think it's a combination of, of women being constantly over sexualized in what they're doing as well. Like as a, women are seen as objects for soul or have been seen as objects and as, as a male toy toy that they can use to however they want to use it and i think that understanding of women still being inferior and women having to do what men want them to do basically in some heads give permission for for shit like this for harassment for for a sexual assault for all of the horrible things and we need to be more open about this as as horrible as it is we need to be more open about this so that people can see and notice that it's not okay that and there's a lot of that going on and we just need to shine the light on those issues because otherwise it will just be constantly brushed under the carpet and we will never we can pretend like the the sun is shining and the rainbows and butterflies are flying flying around but that's not just not how life is and i hope eventually it will get better but i mean twitch has started to move in a good direction already with banning a lot of those horrible horrible people as well um but i mean of course could be better but it's a big big platform and it has their its own rules as well so you need to make sure that you can ban you ban people for all the right reasons as well um and sometimes it just takes time and it's really annoying for every every person who's been victimized by it and sometimes the reaction can be quicker but yeah it's really hard to move a very heavy horse yeah and something that that's been so so accepted for so long Mm-mm. or that like boys will be boys yeah Ugh. yeah no no 
I am not a fan of the of of the. I'm not saying victimizing. It's not victimizing, but I'm. I it's always men are always treated as well, or or um apparent like the 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 one and only predator in the world, right? Like when you're yeah. when you're born male, you're automatically more inclined to i don't know be more aggressive and be more violent and be all of the shit and you're the ultimate threat to people and to women especially and i'm like yeah i mean i know that there are a lot of men who are a threat to women but i'm not i don't want to be with you on the boat where where it's like i have to fear every man that i come across because no of course it's not all men it's not about all men it's the system of patriarchy and misogyny that is the problem but it's not the men itself and males and people who grow up male or who are born male and are raised male they are raised by such horrific standards as well like you are working through that right now as well like you can't show too much emotion you you, you're treated like like you can man up and you have to be strong and all that shit and that's so huge yeah Yeah. that's been the biggest one for me is like i I, i've been i've told like maybe not like directly by somebody but i've been told not to cry i've been told and I'm trying to cry more. I'm trying to really like be more, uh, be more emotional. And, and, and it's, it's, it's tough because we're, yeah, you're told to be, yeah, tough. And, and I, I, I also wonder if like, if, if people lashed out in, in improper ways because they are told in one area, you, you've got to be stoic in one area and it's, and it's, and there's no outlet. Yeah. We watched, uh, and we talked about this documentary on Netflix, the mask you live in. Uh, it's basically about toxic masculinity and what it does, what what this entire system of toxic masculinity and patriarchy and misogyny and how boys are brought up, how it influences them and how it goes about and how much pressure it is on the boys as well. Like, And it starts as soon as kindergarten where boys have been super open, super emotional, raised by their parents and everything was great. Then they start to go into kindergarten and then they are super introverted all of a sudden because they are not allowed to show their emotions there because they have to man up. Um, they When they come home from, from kindergarten, then they start to cry, cry in the car because of the pressure that the boys have been under in the structures in the, in the, in the organization and institutions that they've been in, that, that it's just so painful for them and then they have no way of releasing that and that starts as early as kindergarten and i'm like that's soon like that's so soon and there are studies that show that which i had at university there are studies that prove that people who think who treat a baby differently when they know the baby is a boy or a girl you they have the same baby right they tell the one group that it's a boy the other group they tell that's a girl and then they test how the people react to the babies and they're infants right and people treat them differently already and even it's if it's ever so subtle it's just something really subtle but they're more soft with the girls and when you were raised like this and that's just something how society is like with racism, right? It's all so internalized. It's so into the structure and, and so socialized that we don't even know that. If that already happens, of course, gender is a construct, right? Because yeah. we get taught how to be female and we get taught how to be male. But that does has nothing to do with how we actually are. And if that's just a female trait or that's just a male trait, that's not how it is. It's how society suddenly wraps us into uh puts us into this box because of some categories and then treats us according to that box and 
of course, some things we take on because that's how you race, and it's sometimes really hard to get out of all that shit. That was a tangent. <laughs> oh no, I I feel that tangent so much. Again, being being agent of non non binary, I'm trying to like unlearn all those thirty years of being told to be one way. Yeah, it's hard to unlearn so much shit that you experience in your life, and to because you start of course, to question yourself at the same time as well. Like, is something wrong with me because I don't feel like that? Or, yeah. or, or what is, but everything is all right with you. It's just that the boxes that were put in a very narrow and very small, and there is no, not a lot of wiggle room in them for us to express who we really are. But And you didn't want to disappoint your parents by saying, uh, you, you, you might've thought I was male or female, but yeah, no, I can, I, oh, I, it is a struggle enough for me to be to, to be non-binary. I can't imagine what someone goes through to, to transition. I mean, mm. I found a YouTuber recently. He's a female to male transgender guy, and uh, he has a YouTube channel. And it's I've been watching so many of the videos because it's so interesting. And he's talking about his transition and all of that, and and he's really open. And I think a lot of trans people who need that, I think. It's epic that there is a YouTube channel out there that deals with all of the questions that you can probably have. Like he talks about his transition and he has like all the stupid questions that people ask him and all the shit like that. And it's just really, really educating for me personally, I find. And I, I guess also for a lot of trans people who who need support and it's so, so hard to get the proper support um, from from your family as well, I guess, all the time. So I can probably put it in the show notes as well. And and I and I'll put out a plug again for the 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 Trevor project because it for a lot of youth because I mean youth and kids who are mm. who are struggling in their in their mind at this at this moment I I love what the the the, the Trevor project's been doing so I mm. I love I love supporting them and every year and and wow there's a troll run where we where where we as community come together to support the Trevor project nice that's amazing and there's rainbows all over the place it is it's, it's fabulous it's glorious oh that is epic. Oh, I'm loving this. And then you you collect money or something? Yeah, the, the, there's there, there's one campaign link. So like like even streamers are allowed to to stream the the, the run. They just ask every streamer to point people to the, the this campaign page, for, and and the money goes directly to the the Trevor Project. And nice. and they provide they, they provide resources. They provide a, um allyship training and and so much more there. And, and nice. Trying, oh, I trying, love the allyship training. Absolutely, because I'm working to be a better ally for. For identities that I, I don't identify with, I want to be a better ally. I want yeah, to be there for people. Yeah, for sure. 100%. In June, we talked about the issue of all the sexual harassment and all that stuff. That was a horrible year. That was the June. Um, yeah. And then July came along. And then a Wales, a Walesh, a Walesish, a Welsh, a Welsh is how you say it. Oh, my God. God, a Welsh gaming company had the amazing idea, knobs, um, to put out the game that was called Gamer Girl. Yeah. Um. I have to be really honest with uh, about this for a second. Initially, I thought this could be actually really nice. Like the idea of having a game that teaches someone how, what it feels like to be harassed and trolled online yeah would be really great so that people notice that it's just a horrible horrible experience and maybe it can, can be some kind of education right but the way they did it was super horrible in the end it it the, the trailer went up on the official 
PlayStation, PlayStation uh, account for a very, very short time. Because when you posted it, the day, the morning after, you posted it in our Discord, the morning after it was already gone. So I was like, what is, what the fuck is even going on? Why is this gone already from the official PlayStation account? And yeah, it was found then by Slasher, the esports reporter and put online on his twitter channel and oh my god was this horrible apparently the game is um you play the moderator of a streamer girl and you get a choice so it's not even just a, a linear story you get to choose what happens to the to the the gamer girl in this yeah it's really weird because you also influence her real life and in the end, it gets super creepy. Like already from the trailer, it seems it has to do with something with 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 assault or some crime or some sort. It was there and definitely very creepy. And you decided stuff like, is she gonna drink that now? Or is she gonna call someone? And it's just super freaking weird in general. Um, and there are a lot of tweets in the article that we have already that basically, first of all, what what when I read the tweet of the Welsh um dev development company they already also posted like yeah they had a woman work on the team and i'm like yeah great a woman worked on the team and then i saw another tweet of this actual studio and it's all white dudes no <laughs> oh yeah you may have someone work on it but when you're when your main staff that's working on it is white males yeah and you talk about the experience of a, a female that has been harassed. I'm like, well, you could have done a better job there, couldn't you? And, and I like yeah. the one tweet that said, "Why didn't you call it gamer and make it you could choose to play as either a, the a girl or a guy? Then mm -hmm. it would be more about harassment." This one, I know people have as I talked about the issues, but I kept seeing it be like, "Hey, you get you get your toy that 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 you as a moderator get to play." with. The whole thing just it creeps me out. It irks me in so many different ways. Oh, I didn't even see that. I don't go down the Twitter hole of horror because I'm like, oh, so yeah, my no, mental yeah. health is more important to me. If you start to read annoying comments, like comments on Twitter to stuff that you have a strong opinion on, then you're you're doomed and you're super fucked because yeah, that uh -huh. never goes I, down well. I do like I I will go to something and I see like this, this really off the wall tweet and I look at it. Typically has like a bunch of numbers behind it. Not saying the numbers are bad behind your name, but if you have so many numbers behind your name, because 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 biggest business, I know you have one, but you are good. You're good, Ben. <laughs> but like other ones, you have all these numbers, or like the ones that are like recently created. It's just oh yeah, the, that's an that's an that's a that's a sign that there's only a troll when you created it in the same month that you tweeted. And I'm like, you really just spent wasted so much time to create a fake profile that you can harass people for it. You're more pathetic than people might realize. And yet one tweet basically said that the classic problem with empathy games is that it always ends up being this game is inter interesting to non-marginalized people and traumatizing to marginalized people. That's a good I'm point. Like, yes, that's what it is. Like it's re-traumatizing people who actually experienced it. It's not really helping them in any way. Um, and it's not correctly displaying what is going and what the experience is like and basically by imitating something like this in my thought is constantly people can make abuse people can abuse this people can abuse this to learn 
skills on how to do it better. Yeah. And that's what, what, what crossed my mind. And when I'm like, how can you avoid stuff like that? How can you avoid that people play and, and experience how harassment works, but not be the one to actually create the harassment or to, to be the filter, what is happening and what isn't happening. It, the, the whole thing like comes off to me, like a sadist simulator. It, it just it, like, like do whatever you want to this, th this, this character in this game and and, and like because there is a when you're playing a game there is kind of a a reality filter that that, that that goes off unless you know that the media you're consuming is real you you almost think okay th this is something that's not real so the mm -hmm. actions the consequences do not have any any validity i'm not saying that they should have used a real person in it but yeah it it's it's so easy to move your mind into okay it's a game it's okay to do all this stuff yeah that is true that is very true and it does normalize it then and it should never be normal like no the rape game i'm not oh. saying it's as bad as the rape game but it's because i initially again i thought take the basic idea of it i do i do actually can i can get behind but then the execution was just so horrible oh then the, uh, i'll bring it up because it because it adds to it you saw in our uh in, in our in, our, in the, the geek caring discord which if you're if you're not if you're not part of the discord definitely join it's a safe space but also yeah. a lot of a lot of good discourse goes there. And one of the games was a game on Steam that was like some type of dating simulator. And the, and the description said, oh, yeah. "Learn from this game. Whatever you do in this game into success, you'll get success in real life." I'm like, "No, no!" And Steam does not have a way to report harassment like that because they're only harmful as this harms your computer. There's no way to there's no way to say, "Hey, this game can be harmful to people psychologically." That was, I remember that I was watching it. It was super creepy. Like the guy who shows you how to date with the blundest way of how to, to like, like the Google, the stupidest catch up line. And that's what they trained when they, what they taught you on that game. And it was just pathetic and oh. horrible and gross and all that. Like displaying women as tokens that need to be conquered. And that if you have the right strategy, you can conquer them all as if we can't think twice or something and if we don't have sound brain capacity to decide whether or not uh something that people learn on the internet like this will make you want to hang out with them more it's just yeah and the, the issue is like you, you you can't just say oh this is someone's op opinion this is systematic because I've, I've seen two two youtubers cover this person on tiktok who teaches men how to pick up the, all, all the chicks and like he describes like get get off your mares in the stable and you have sex with as many people as you want and it's just like <laughs> get off the mares in the stable the, 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 it's, a, it's a huge huge creep but like the ideas are out there and people are seeking this stuff it's not like it's not like it's 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 foreign ideas. It's it, it's ideas that people put out there. I mean, there is a, an entire conference. I think it's what is it called? Conference twenty one or twenty two or something, where an entire group of male MAGA guys like I like remember you talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are how to become a better woman and have unlimited babies and work from home and be the the wife and the whatever like but unlimited babies. I will never forget that. <laughs> put on by men yeah it's all and also it's very stereotypical like feminism is ruining our women and all shit like that and it was just epic oh. and i'm not sure if it happened because maybe maybe that's what covid did maybe covid prevented this conference from happening then i'm grateful for covid if that's for, 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 for that for that <laughs> for that for that alone
I want to add one more from the gaming before we move into the Twitch. There's one from uh, about Ubisoft. Ubisoft? Yeah, yes. the, 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 the PC Gamer article. Creed. So there's a PC Gamer article about a report that that is saying that that the, the, the that Ubisoft, the developers of Assassin's Creed, were were pressured by higher ups into into minimizing the 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 female protagonists because it wouldn't sell. They talk about two previous Assassin's Creed games where that already has happened in a slight bit, like um, which was the Syndicate was originally to have a more evil split split between two leads, which then got like the male protagonist got more screen time basically. And after that, it was Assassin's Creed Origins who also had this had a similar issue where they, um, where it was about the protagonist Bayik Be- killed off early in the game to be replaced by his wife, but then in the final game, the wife wasn't even as mu- there as much anymore. So it was was more the and Bayik became the primary primary lead in that one as well. So apparently, in two previous games, they were already they already minimizing the female female roles in the game before and then go ahead because one thing i i enjoyed like i i did odyssey on google's uh stream before they came out with stadia and i enjoyed an odyssey being able to be a female protagonist and i'm actually want to at some point play odyssey again because that's that's mm-hmm. a cool one and like you get to climb all over zeus and all that as a statue uh <laughs> but like mm-hmm. like like i love that they let you in that one choose the the the, the role you want to play in it and and but it's sad that they had that they had uh in this game, and in the previous two, that they wanted to minimize the 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 ability for females because it wouldn't sell. Oh, yeah, and that's also a bit in combination of in combination with the fact that the Ubis, Ubisoft was um, they had a lot of harassment cases, situations, reports yeah. going on recently. So that just um, that just adds to the issue. And with the latest one, apparently they also got told that they cannot uh, put uh, more female roles in it because it wouldn't sell. And if we look at The Last of Us, this game fucking sold, right? Yeah, <laughs> like it, it had two female leads in this game, and this game sold like hotcakes. And it was probably the best game I've ever seen. And yeah, and I, it got backlash. It, it got the, the 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 haters out there, but everybody who's actually played the game and has an open mind has enjoyed Last of Us 2. Not even, we talked about this previously, I don't even think, and we we see the same thing happen now as well, right? If we look at today was the launch from Fall, uh, Fall Guys, and they had server issues because it was so successful and they didn't anticipate it, and they got review bombed by assholes, right? Ah! And even just this is, I'm like, people, there are a certain amount of idiots the same ones who will probably review bump Fall Guys will also are the same ones that review bump The Last of Us. Probably a few more assholes like this because of the of the gay um, of the gay couple and the transgender people and the LGBTQI narrative in the game. And but this is not the man, the majority. I'm still convinced about the fact that this is not the majority. The small tiny mob thought it was strong and capable, and then went ahead and review bombed the game but now it's evening out because more people played it and the majority of people still really appreciate this game because as we said last time nobody is going out and shouting this is a great nor this game is normal this is good so there are more people who are like this is so shit and those they seem so loud and they seem so big but i don't think that it's the majority i still think most of the people who actually played the last of us and who played the game they really loved it and 
they appreciated for what it was. It was just normal for them for for the game to have a gay couple in it, to have the yeah. trans person in it, and that's just. But they are not. They are not shouting from the rooftop how much they lo- how much they liked it and how how good it was. Or if you find it okay, then that's it, right? Yeah, I mean, I admit when I have products and stuff that I like, I don't always shout on the rooftop being like, "I love this game." I mean, I I, I have fun with it, but like, yeah, it, it, it's it. it it's more when you don't like something that it's easier to, even then I don't like doing that. Cause I, I don't want to ruin someone's fun if they, if they enjoyed it. I think you don't, it's not about people having to love everything. People can not like something yeah. and move on with their fucking life. Exactly. I've got <laughs> enough stuff to do. I don't need to be focusing on things that I don't like. Like, yeah. cause the, the only game that I, I still to this day am so mad at is walking dead survival instinct. I pureed that game. It was going to be so cool. You live in the walking dead universe. And they ruined that game so bad. I I, I bought it on, on, on launch day. It had Norman Reedus in it and everything. And that game was a pile of shit. Wow, Frasley. Look at you. <laughs> You're kidding me to curse more. They came mean, from deep down inside. Wasn't it great to say it like this? It was. And, and like I said, I don't I don't I don't use a curse word every other word, but I I'm trying to use it when I feel that that emotion. <laughs> You, See, I really noticed that it came from deep down. It was something that is re- releasing the horror of the game. I yes. felt it. I know how it is. I feel your pain. What? That's what's bearing dust to me. <laughs> it, it, that's relieve, releasing pressure that you have inside of you. I was just talking w- with somebody. I don't want to get them in trouble, but they, they were telling their, their students, listen, in this class, I don't want using swearing every other word, but say you stub your toe. I want to hear a fuck from your from your mouth because of that emotion. And if I stub my toe, I want to hear that same curse. What? You're saying if, if, if you stub your toe and you have that emotion, don't keep in that, that F word. Oh. He said, that's where you properly use language. Oh, so you don't use fuck every other sentence like I do, but you use it when you feel it, basically. I see uh, that too. That makes sense. It's, it's, it's one perspective because you also don't want to overuse the fucks because then it... it, it... <laughs> Well, for me, they always make sense. But yes, okay, people... yeah. <laughs> that's bad management there. Ubisoft, I think Tom hates them anyway, so we don't like them either. And I was, I think I was talking to my boyfriend. He also said their shit, so I'm glad that yeah, you agree I, on that. I want to play some of Ubisoft. Like, I, I, play, I play Rainbow Six Siege with my friend Spaz, and I enjoy that one. I want to try Watch Dogs, but I still... Ubisoft has that as a... a I don't know... It, it, and like after the 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 accusations, I'm I'm unsure if I want to play an yeah. Ubisoft game for a while. Yeah, you yeah, we don't have to add to add money in people's pockets. I guess I added money to Fall Guys because they 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 gave me a a a Gordon Freeman skin for pre ordering. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm sold. <laughs> it's the little things in life sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazing. So let's just move over to just a quick one. A quick good information about Fortnite. Yes. I mean, however you enjoy or not enjoy Fortnite. But we have the first female Fortnite pro to take the first place in an official event. Apparently, that's not 100% entirely true. Let me get the right wording up for a second. Um, So Slasher already posted, also posted about this. And he said... Number one, she's a 14-year-old girl, so fuck yeah, um, from Sweden. And she's the first female to win a Fortnite solos ev- event today, including some big uh, over some big names. Um, and apparently there was also Tineris, who won something at TwitchCon. 
um, where she was qualified for the main event. But in general, the 14-year-old girl kicking some ass in Fortnite over some bigger players. Like, unfortunately, I'm not very well aware of of the industry in Fortnite, so I don't know any of these names. So yay to the 14-year-old girl who kicked some Fortnite ass. Absolutely. You see, there's some more role models, there's some more representation, and see to anybody who think who 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 wonders girls can and do play games and they kick ass. What I don't understand, like in my in my in my probably in my stupid woman brain, maybe, I don't understand why women should be worse at clicking buttons than guys. Don't understand. Like why on well, I, I think um, already in the book that we're in, 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 in a book club, I think we've socially, as it had the society told people that that girls are not as good as games, even if if someone had not been told, it's a, it, it's a, it, that, that framework. And if you are trying to play a game and you believe you're not as good at the game yeah. because, because of your gender, of then course you're not good at the game. Yeah, because you're already using that processing power to overcome that obstacle. You won't be as good. Maybe I just stop telling everyone that I'm shit at gaming. Maybe I just say I'm the best and I just play it. I need to do that too because I, I always tell people I'm not good at games and maybe that's maybe that's causing me to... I, I'm, I, I'm saying the same thing. I mean, I su- really suck at Spider-Man, but I'm still playing it because it's enjoyable. And then yeah. I get struck down by a train. Yes, I am as good as I need to be. And yes. I don't need to be really good, but I need to be as good as I enjoy it, basically. Absolutely. We have an article for you right now, right there. Oh, yes. So... This is a really cool from your gamer. I think I, I think I, I brought it up, but I, I definitely saw this. You brought so, it up, of course. You brought it up. Who would have brought it up otherwise? Or maybe Tom, but one of those two. You or Tom? So World of Warcraft was has been going through their, their customizations, and uh, like at BlizzCon, we we all were like excited when they showed they are really working to bring representation of different races, different 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 styles, different things into games, so you can feel like your character. Well, they were going through it, and be like, there's a a. $13 fee or a 13 euro fee for changing your gender in WoW. And th- really they really was there. There was. Yeah. And, and like, and they were thinking, this is not right. We've been, we've been doing it, but it's not right. And even, even, but even before this, it, like one of the characters in the, sh- in Shadowlands in the, in the afterlife that people are going to was female in their, in their real life. And they'd made the, the decision to, to, to be male and wizard actually honored the, the, the in-game character's decision to be he versus they, them, and the character even has in-game dialogue. So, Butcher's nice. been working on adding more representation, and cool that also they have a, a uh, I, I have not read the book yet, but I know that there's a a, a gay couple relationship inside of the, in, inside of the, 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 the newest novel for a while. So, wow, nice. Blizzard's really working, I'm, re- I'm representing, well, they said, hey, let's figure out some way to show to, to a lot of people to really Represent who they are. Either they're the, either they're trans, they're they're gender fluid, gender queer, a- any way that they want. But let's drop the fee for gender, and and they added it to to the the barbershop because it's where all the customization for your characters already at. So yeah, so at, when Shadowlands launches, there'll be no fee to change your gender any anytime you want. The one thing I did hear though, it's a rising cost every time you use the barbershop. So it will cost you in-game gold, and like it's up to a certain point. But that that. I think to go further, it needs to drop down. Yeah. But it is still an amazing move to allow people to be the way that they want. Because like some of the tweets came out that people did not want to play WoW if they could not identify with their character. That, that like like you're you're playing a character, but you may have you, you may have switched and and you don't feel like your character anymore, and and you don't and you don't have the money or you don't want to pay thirteen dollars to, to, to change yeah. the, the gender. Is it still a binary character description? Is what I'm wondering. 
Like, is it still, do you have to choose between male or female? Unfortunately, yes. Which yeah, yeah. puts me in, puts me in a, a weird bind. Like, yeah, I, like I still want, I want more androgynous. I, I mean, I, I want more, more engineer. I want, I want you to be able to wear whatever type that, whatever type of clothing you want. I, hey, if you're a female, you should be able to wear male clothes. If you're male, you want you should be able to wear female clothes. Whatever you want to mm. do, you should be able to mm. do that. I'd even go as far as to say, give give both hairstyles for 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 both genders, any gender. Yeah, but, that be, I, because I think that would be a, a solution for so many games. Like that is also a super easy one. Like I would find this would be so easy to either add a third option there, like the like non-binary male female if that's what you want or get rid of of the two of the two binaries opposites basically yeah. not opposites but of the two descriptors basically there to have people then do whatever they want to do with it and choose the body type that you want to choose or, yeah. or, or choose the clothes that you want to choose and it would be so easy to get rid of the label or if people are not ready for that because let's be honest some people are not ready for that but adds the non-binary option to it it's just one option that you have to add and then unlock maybe that's the unlock the wealth that is the entire wardrobe yeah because that's actually one thing i'm amazed google and facebook have have, have added like you can go into in google and facebook and you can choose a, a a a gender and i think google and well no yeah and both go even further if you if, if that doesn't even apply to you, you you can go further and they even say hey what pronoun do you want to be used so nice and i did do an informal twitter like not poll but questioning there's a lot of areas where quest deck still refers to your character by the the binary gender that you do but there's been a lot more of a push to be gender neutral wording yeah 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 i love that so we are getting closer to the to the ability where where gender doesn't separate you and wow and i think this is and oh, oh and there's another tweet that came out basically paraphrasing the blizzard says and by the way everybody's saying that that this stuff should not happen in a, in a medieval world well we want azeroth the world of warcraft to be a, an ideal place and there is no homophobia or transphobia nice. or misogyny or sexism in azeroth so the, nice. and like everyone said blizzard just made that canon i love it that's great i think i mean besides a few hiccups in the last couple of of years that uh, were have been going on with blizzard i do i did always think that their their um representation and their lgbtqia's stance on all that was a good one for a video game company um and they seem to be quite inclusive still like as inclusive as 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 times can make you be i guess sometimes and they've admitted they they handled blizz uh, Blitzchung in, in in the the wrong way, and I they apologize at, at, at BlizzCon, and I know it's for some people it's not going to be enough, mm. but one of the the one of the people I believe it's in the Arena World Championship was given permission to actually change their in-game character's name to their name plus BLM. So Black Lives Matter has been represented in in one mm, of the nice. esports tournaments. So Blizzard is working as any large company. There's going to be stuff. There, mm. There's work that needs to be done. I, I, I know no, no, no large companies free of sexism. No, no, no large companies. We're even finding out a report from Forbes that that Blizzard's having uh, it has has issues with with underpaying different different employees. So I mean, yeah. there's work to be done, but they're moving in a better direction. I mean, people, individuals already have a hard time changing themselves and changing their life and shit, all all of that. So. An organization that has so many cogs working 
together and all that. It's just really difficult and an even slower process to make it to move and then to something for things to happen and it's it's so easy to stand on the sideline and shout sidelines and shout like why are you not being faster with this it's 2020 yeah. you should be but there is so much more attached to everything and even individuals struggle with change and i think that's Yeah, I mean, not fair. It would be great if it would all be faster and we would all be in a better world so much quicker. But unfortunately, sometimes it's just not. And as a as a business, like anything that the, that you do, you you will upset and you may lose you may you may lose profit. Like I, yeah. I can bet that this move is going to remove some people that are bigots who are who who who, who they get money and like Blizzard operates in, in countries that that probably are going to be very against these changes. So the fact yeah. that they're, they're willing to, to, to put their ass on the line for this, I am very, yeah. very amazed. At, and, I, and I've got respect for Blizzard on that. Yeah, that is true. Uh, yeah, that's also something we need to consider as well, that it's an international company. Yeah. And you have, you you deal with every market somehow on the one hand individually, but also on a whole. But I think that, Eventually, you have to step up with what you stand for and what you stand for as a, as a company. And because money cannot always be the, the deciding factor, I think in the end, it evens itself out if you stand up for what you believe in and if you're authentic to what you are. And I am a weird optimist like that, that I think at the end, the good and the people are generally good and nobody wants to hurt others out of just because they're happy to i mean i know that there are idiots out there who do that but i don't but they have all their own stories and their own issues that they went through in their life that made them be the way they are yeah. uh, but i think at the very end we all just want to be happy have good lives and not harass other people just because we're bored as fuck at home so yeah and and it, it, it's, it's going to be a a long road for i mean for everybody to 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 change and and i and, mm -hmm. and i think This is showing representation. This is a company that's modeling how stuff should be. And yeah. one one area that this affects is RP, our RP communities. The fact that homophobia is not allowed in canon of WoW means people that have written it into the RP stories, you need to get that shit out of there. Mm. It should not have been there in the first place. But now you're going against the canon of the, of the world. Mm. Oh, I like that. That's epic. I got, I got really excited about this one, but yeah, th th this is no. I know I was. I was like, yes, we have a wow article for Fras when they are on. It's epic. Also, you can tell me way more about this than anyone. Oh, absolutely. Maybe Amanda would even be. I think Amanda would be able to tell me stuff, but I think you're the you're the better person to tell me this because Aww. you're way more excited. <laughs> And yes, glad Wow is being re re represented in uh, in the geek hearing. Yes, we have that often. Sometimes we 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 almost were a wild podcast, like the early stages. <laughs> well, and, and like my my podcast is is, is wow, but we go into geeky stuff sometimes. I mean, I, I I've got yes, a, a comedian on. I I talk with a theater person, so yeah. So what, what's our passion, and where does it tangent into? And this episode really tangented, but we had a lot of fun. I, I really thank you for letting me come on today. So tell our listeners again where they can find you because we talked a bit in the beginning, but I don't think you dropped any links. So tell us, tell us yes. where people can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Fazitastic, where I, I will I do puns and stuff like that. I'm, I'm actually even more active on Twitter than I used to be because Razzly is now my identity. It, it's it's I've not legally changed it yet, but it's the one that I feel I feel home in. And then 
one of my main podcasts is is a uh, Frazzlecast, which you can find at knownpodcast.com. And on that podcast, I bring people on every week to, to try to figure out what what makes them tick. What 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 do they love? And it's based off of off of Wow. So th- that you can find at knownpodcast.com. I don't I think I, I can't remember if I said that twice. And then on Twitch, practically every day, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Fazlias. There, there you can come in. I I, I aim to be inclusive. I'm, I aim to be positive. I'm like a lot of the 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 newer streamers that that, that are in, on here. There's a new wave on Twitch, and and even some of the even some of the even longtime people on Twitch are joining this. There's a new wave of inclusivity and positivity, and I'm on that wave. We, we want it to yes. be a safe space that you can be you you're valid, you're loved, and you can come on Twitch and not feel like you're abnormal. So every time that you want to to hang out and have fun, we are here for you, my friends. Preach it. <laughs> Let's go preach. And basically, my my <laughs> biggest rule is don't be an asshole. I mean, just just be be kind to the people, respect other people. That's how chat rules. Don't be a dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as long as you may not identify something, but don't don't undermine undervalue someone's identity. You don't have to identify something to, or even understand something to, for it to be valid. Absolutely. So thanks so much for listening, everyone. We see you next week for another amazing episode where Amanda will be back in the wheels again. But Love you, Amanda. When, but hopefully you will come on eventually again because oh, it was a delight. I would love to. Be, I, I, I'd love to be back. Awesome! Thanks again for this week, and see you again next week. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.